You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. Shares of Anglo Platinum fell over 3% today following the release of its annual results. The stock managed to recoup lost ground, however, at the close, falling just under 2%. But I asked CEO Natasha Fulion what she made of the market's reception of the group's earnings report. Listen. Yeah, I think that's a really relevant question, Fifi. So let's quickly unpack 2022. Just from a broader operational point of view, I think the first perspective that we need to have is that in 2021, we unwound a million ounces that built up from 2020 um, ICP interruptions, if you can remember. So we have refined and sold over 5 million ounces, of which a million ounces was actually meant to have been delivered in 2020. We also delivered that in the highest price environment in the history of BGM. And we've done so before we've seen the significant inflation increases that we saw in 2022. So I think those are probably contextual important for us to consider. Now let's focus on 2022. I think it's important for us to probably look at the underlying performance that are the real drivers of long-term performance. And there we have seen, if we look at our metal in concentrate production, we've seen a 7% reduction year on year. That was driven mainly by two areas. The one is planned infrastructure closures at a Mandelbult, for which we now have dedicated plans on replacing those, those ounces in the coming years. But those were planned and we knew that they were coming. The area that we didn't consider um, because of some challenges we had on the mine was grade discrepancies at Mahalakwena, where we've seen materially lower um, grades in the areas that we've mined in and lower than what we anticipated. We saw that um, coming through in the middle of last year and there was a significant intervention with the increase of drilling program, the quality of our modeling, and we've leapfrogged ahead to now having a 3D model, three-dimensional model that will include all of our RC, which is really short-term drilling and diamond drilling in the long term, in one um, sophisticated model that really underpins um, our uh, our forecast going forward. And that was also the basis of a reset that we've ordered market guidance, a reduction in market guidance at the end of last year. Now, that's not a long-term impact. I think it's important to consider that. It is a medium to show, well, a short to medium-term impact, and we see that coming back to normal levels by 2025. Um, I think important to notice, and we've put that into our sense, it's the first time that we announce on our resource and reserves, but we know that there's a concern around the future of Mahalakwena and the core quality of the ore body. And you know that there's quite a detailed process that we go through to announce resource and reserves. That has only decreased by normal depletion rates, and we didn't see any of these um, short-term grade impacts on the long-term model, which just continue to underscore the quality of the asset. All right. So I think those are all important considerations. Okay. Uh, because uh, one of the analysts I was speaking to also, uh, Natasha, just uh, pointed at the fact that uh, the dividend was a lot lower than yeah. was expected. Uh, I suppose that is a function of profitability also uh, coming back more than was expected. But what does that picture look like in the period ahead? Now, I think, Susie, we, we've got a dividend policy that is very clear on 40% payout of headline earnings. For the first time in a while, we didn't declare a special dividend. And I think that's the portion the market didn't fully appreciate this time around. 
um, we have declared a special dividend every time up to for a long time up to now. Now, I think it's also important to consider that it's still for the full year a 62% dividend yield, which is significant. And we've paid out all of the cash that we generated in the year. So we didn't hold on to cash um, to, to pay out that 40% dividend. Okay. I think it's also reflective of the continuous work and investment we want to do in our business on asset reliability, LIFEX, and growth opportunities. And then just considering the very fast-changing environment, high inflation rates, uncertainty around electricity, and from a capital discipline point of view, important for us just to breathe for a moment and make sure that we support our balance sheets um, until we bring more clarity on some of the headwinds that we're still facing. Okay, so breathing means what? No acquisitions, no... Well, that's why we didn't know, no, plans. Um, specifically re- reflective of this special dividend. Okay. Because you'll see we continue to invest in the business. Uh, our forecast on SIB is 11 billion rand this year. So we continue. We've made over the next three years an 8 billion rand commitment. Well, some of it's committed, some of it's planned, but the majority of that's committed already to Mahalakwena um, and the work that we need to do for future of Mahalakwena. Okay. There's LifeX, there's both at Amandelbult and Mototolo. So we keep on investing in the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, commodity prices, just uh, your uh, view on that. Uh, the minerals that you do mine, uh, that basket did come down in dollar terms in the period under review. Just what's your, your, your forecast for your commodities in the year ahead? Mm. I think probably just important to note that it's the second higher dollar price in the history and the highest rand price in the history of PGM. All right, so, so, so it's still high, but not um, as so, high. <laughs> yeah, so just, um, just looking forward. The market is quite is moving quite quickly, and and it is moving quickly from with a couple of um, with a couple of factors. The um, geopolitical challenges with the, um, the U.S. and Ukraine, uh, U.S. and U- Russia and Ukraine, sure. impacting the um performance. And then also the fact that there's some soft sanctions against Norilsk with the association with Russia. So we see metal flows change, and we also saw them revising their guidance due to um, the impact of supply to them, um, they're really struggling to keep their normal production rates um, on, on the level that they did. So we, we saw that. We also saw the um, China coming in and then going back into lockdown over the last period of time. We've seen the supply chain challenges to manufacturing, vehicle manufacturing and softened, like specifically chip shortages. And we've seen generally in South Africa also a reduction on supply. So if you consider slightly higher um, demand from an auto, automotive um, point of view, 7% increase last year now on the levels that were pre-COVID levels, we see the demand increase, but we've also seen a softer supply, both for all of, all of the reasons that I've just mentioned. Mm-hmm. So generally, our forecast is that all of our metals will be in a deficit this year, with palladium starting to go into marginal um, surpluses, palladium and then rhodium in marginal surpluses in the coming years. All right, so that translates to higher prices then exactly. for most of your metals. Yeah. Okay, good yeah. to know, good to know. So uh, reflecting back on your share price as well, uh, Natasha, uh, the loss today extends a loss uh, for the week that was triggered in part by the announcement of your resignation, which again, uh, caught the market off guard. Now, you've told us where you are going and when you'll be leaving, but why are you leaving and why are you leaving so soon? Well, um, 
Sophia, I think, firstly, I did not go and look for an alternative opportunity. These are, this is an opportunity that somebody knocked on my door and said, hey, are you interested? Now, the kind of senior roles in the industry, something similar to this, that is the next step in my career, are very few and far in between. And also, even more so, the size of the company and the, and the alignment with values and purpose. So when Neumont came knocking, it was really hard to say, okay, I wouldn't at least listen. And the opportunity is really well aligned with um, the next steps in my career. Mm-hmm. Now, it is quite quick. If you consider I've just been enrolled for, for three years, I think firstly committed to remain up to 12 months as per my, um, my contract and fully committed to make sure that, it's re- that I serve my team and the board in this role as I have been all of the time. Um, but it is an opportunity. So the timing of the opportunity, not ideal. But I think if I reflect on that, um, the work that we've done in the three years was firstly to put a really strong management team in place. Now that work's done. Um, I would argue that we will go far to find the quality and the caliber of the team that we've put together, both on our direct ex- executive and, and also in our, um, in our broader senior management in the team. We've reset our strategy, we have fundamental building blocks in place, and we are uh, maturing those building blocks. We've developed all of the, um, we have a clear understanding of all of the growth opportunities of all of our assets. So I would argue by the time I leave in the next um, six or eight or nine months, that the team is well set up and there will be a lot of stability in the business to continue to work. Okay, so you're not serving your full 12-month notice period? So it's going to be on the market, busy with recruitment, and it's going to depend on when a suitable replacement is identified and a proper handover. Okay. Were you happy? (laughs) I mean, I know what you're saying. You've just said that you got a great opportunity and it was difficult for you to say no. But uh, you were also a a glass ceiling uh, breaker in your uh, recent appointment. And I'm just wondering if there's anything else that influenced your decision to leave so soon? Yeah, no, Fifi, I can, with my hand on my heart, say no. I think within Anglo, within Anglo Platinum, I've only always received um, a significant amount of support, um, care and respect. So none of that is related to Anglo. Um, So your relationship with the new CEO there is perfectly fine? No, we've got a good relationship um, and we've been working closely together He's asked me to help with the replacement, which I think if he if there was issues with our relationship, he wouldn't have asked me to support in finding a replacement. Um, but equally aware that this is quite a unique opportunity. No, so I can guarantee you that there's no no issues within the company. Okay. Natasha, we'll have to take your word for it. We've got nothing else. But thanks so much for your time, ma'am, and for taking all the questions. Natasha Fulion, she's the CEO of Anglo Platinum. For now. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM market update podcast uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.